Good morning. It's Friday, October 14th, Day of Defenders of Ukraine. This is a holiday celebrated in Ukraine, obviously. And although the day that it's known now as was decreed in 2014 after Russia annexed Crimea, the history of this day actually goes back to the 12th century. In 2014, it was called Day of the Defender of Ukraine, singular, defender. However, in 2021, it was specifically renamed to the plural Defenders to highlight the women that were playing such a vital part in the fight for Ukraine's future. Love it. And now the news. First, a couple quick corrections. In Wednesday's episode, I said the woman killed in the 1999 killing was Han Lee. That was incorrect. And honestly, I'm embarrassed that I got it so wrong. Her name is, of course, Heyman Lee. Shout out to Carly for the feedback. Also, earlier this week, I said Kanye West's new name is pronounced Yi, like Yi, like how it's spelled. Apparently, it's Yay, like, um, Yay, other music exists, so we can all stop listening to his. Shout out to Zaz for telling me this, although I think it's absurd. And now, live from Indio, California, it's our favorite segment, Trump Crime Update Time. Embrace yourself. This is the full episode. Oh, but what crimes, Kim? What crimes? Multiple, my friend. Multiple. Have updates. Let's start with the time he tried to burn the very fabric of our democracy, free and fair elections, and a peaceful transfer of power, all to the ground because he remained so deeply unloved, even in a room with just him in a mirror, that he'd rather let the world burn than take one simple moment to look inward and truly reevaluate his life. I am talking, of course, about January 6th and the events leading up to it. On Thursday, the House Select Committee that is investigating the January 6th riot voted unanimously to subpoena Donald Trump for his testimony related to it all. Prior to the vote, Mississippi Representative Benny Thompson, the panel's chair, said, quote, there's precedent in American history for Congress to compel the testimony of a president. And there is. I put a link in the bio to an article from the Washington Post that they did about presidents and subpoenas. Now, a lot of people who think maybe Trump shouldn't comply with the subpoena will likely point to Truman's 1953 subpoena after he left office. He refused to comply, saying it would set a dangerous precedent to separation of powers. But I think we can also look to Roosevelt, who testified twice after leaving office and said, quote, an ex-president is merely a citizen of the United States like any other citizen, and it is his plain duty to try to help this committee or respond to its invitation. But I guess that's really only the deal if you're like, not guilty of trying to burn democracy to the ground. And also, I'm not totally sure Trump has ever heard of these other presidents. So anyway, the point is he has been served. After the news broke, Trump truthed the following on Truth Social, his social media account. Quote, why didn't the unselect committee ask me to testify months ago? Why did they wait until the very end, the final moments of their last hearing? Unselect committee is, I guess, his nickname for them. Honestly, it needs some workshopping, if you ask me. Also, they waited because they wanted to show that all roads lead to him. That's how court cases work. My guy, literally turn on any episode of Law & Order and get yourself a little education, please. Of course, we expect him to not want to comply to this subpoena and fight it in the courts. All the way, probably, up to the Supreme Court. Let's see how that'll go. On Thursday, the Supreme Court rejected Donald Trump's bid to step into the fight over the FBI search at his Mar-a-Lago residence. 
As a reminder, this was in response to his emergency appeal that the justices overturn a lower court's decision limiting the special master's ability to look at about 100 classified documents. Specifically, his lawyers wanted the special master to be able to look at those classified documents and, quote, determine whether documents bearing classification markings are in fact classified and, regardless of classification, whether those records are personal records or presidential records. The court said, oh, no, we totally, no, we don't want to be, ugh, ugh, no. Actually, what they literally said was, quote, the application to vacate the stay entered by the United States Court of Appeals for the 11th Circuit on September 21st, 2022, presented to Justice Thomas and by him referred to the court, is denied. And then no one made any additional comments. Side note, a longtime aide to Trump was seen on security footage moving boxes out of a storage room at Mar-a-Lago before and after the Department of Justice issued the subpoena for the missing classified documents. So that's probably not great for him. Okay, that's two crimes down. Here is the third one. As we all know, Trump is in trouble in New York for money crimes. He was charged with said money crimes. Well, it turns out, just a couple days before he was charged, he opened another business, this time in Delaware. Stop me if you've heard of this company before. He's calling it the Trump Organization. Then on September 21st, the day that he was actually charged with money crimes in New York, that Delaware company filed paperwork in New York hoping to be known there as Trump Organization 2. This time it's personal. And let me just tell you, New York Attorney General Tish James, she is none too happy about this. None. She has requested an order that would prohibit the Trump Organization from transferring its assets without court approval, saying, quote, Today we are seeking an immediate stop to these actions because Mr. Trump should not get to play by different rules. I don't know. Friends, this Trump guy sounds pretty bad. Feels like we should not give Republicans the House and the Senate next month so he can continue to eventually see the consequences of his actions, right? And those consequences will be ideally many and include no longer being eligible to run for office. And that's it. That's the news. I'm proud of Ukraine, of course. And I love that they changed the name of the holiday to include the women that are also fighting to defend their country. Great job, Ukraine. I mean, here in America, we can't even get a lady in the dang constitution, so that's awesome. It's also National Dessert Day, and I'm proud of anyone who gets dessert. Get dessert, who cares? You listen to this show, you know things aren't the very best right now, just get a dessert. But more than that, more than like a delicious slice of angel food cake with, hear me out, cherries? Would that be too wild? Anyway, more than that, I'm proud of you. 